Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Show. Today's episode number is 275, and we are lucky enough to have Tim Stout with us today. Tim is an unbelievable human. We feel fortunate to have him. He's a retired MMA fighter. He has been running a successful team since 2014. Uh, he is, uh, you know what, with Tim, why don't you share with our audience uh, exactly who you are? I'll let, you, I'll let you sing your own praises. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Uh, I am a retired MMA fighter. I had 26 professional fights. I retired uh, about eight years ago and decided to get into real estate. Uh, I've grown you know, significantly. I have a team in South Atlanta, Noonan, Georgia, have about 19 team members. Uh, last year, we sold uh, 300 houses. And I have a four-person team in East Tennessee where we sold 103 houses. Uh, so it's it's been, it's been a growing process. Started with an individual agent and just built the team from the ground up as far as administration from buyer specialist to listing specialist. And, and I, that transformed me into to what I am now. Wonderful. So um, before we start throwing you some questions, Tim, I would like to uh, introduce the audience, for those of you who have not tuned into the show before, to my amazing co-host, Jonathan Dinwood, the founder of MailRight, which is a Facebook slash website marketing system, one of a number of companies that John uh, runs concurrently, and he's- uh, Only two. I'm trying to build you up, man. Will you just let me do it? Jesus. Don't don't pop your own balloon marketing. I do. So anyway, and actually that's not true. You have a real estate investment business, technically speaking. So um, here we go. So anyway, with all those things, um, here's my uh, my amazing co-host, John. Why don't you? Oh, thanks, Robert. Yes, and like I say, um, if you're interested in MailRight, go over to the MailRight website. Um, we've got some amazing changes that are going to be happening in the next few weeks. I'll be discussing that probably at the beginning of February. Um, and just go over, have a look at it. Got any questions? You can contact me through the website. I'm always available for a chat. And my name is Robert Newman. I'm your intrepid speaker, not the host, but your speaker, the guy driving the uh, format of the show today. And uh, I am an SEO specialist that has been specializing in real estate for 14 years. I also have a website, inboundrm.com, and I give a lot of free information there about uh, systems and all sorts of cool shit. So, uh, Tim, why don't you, um, I'm going to circle back around to you. And the first question that I asked Tim, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, is that I noticed when I was checking his profile that, uh, well, he started off with Remax, and then he moved into working with Keller Williams, and then he moved into working with uh, Compass. And we get a lot of questions, John and I do, throughout the course of our days about different brokerages and why people work with them. And I was just curious, Tim, about why you you made a big, I think it, the move would have been bigger when you moved from Keller Williams to, um, to Compass, because by that time, you probably had a team. Is that right? Yes, had a, uh, a super successful team closing about 250 deals. Uh, it, it was it was a big deal for us because we were, we were one of the top teams in the area. We were the top team in the area. And uh, I enjoyed my time at Keller Williams, and, and it helped me grow my team. Uh, but the move was it, was, it was nothing personal. The move was definitely, uh, I needed a different platform to help grow me. 
and to help grow my business and to to give me uh, an angle that uh, that I haven't had access to, and Compass provided that angle. Well, and it was it's been a good move. I mean, we've been there for two years. Okay, so which which begs the question. I mean, and I I really want to drill into this for a little bit. What was the angle? What did the, you looked at them and you said you have stuff I need that I'm not getting at Keller. What were those things that you were looking at? Well, I mean, you've heard in the past other brokerages state that they are a technology-based business. And uh, I have heard that in the past, but I haven't seen that okay. from, from what I'm saying. Compass showed me that. And, uh, and Compass, the first day, like one of my biggest things is I always want to be in the room. It's like, who can put me in the room with someone who's doing more business than I am? Who can put me in the room with someone who can grow me? And, uh, Compass just during the recruiting process was able to get me in the room full of really, really big hitters, people who, who were outperforming me, which not that I'm some big shot, but you know, 400 deals in a year is, is, is hard to do. So they were able to get me in the room with, with specialists and people who, who were doing more. And if they wasn't doing more, they were a specialist in something that could really assist me. So the fact that I could get in front of and with people who could uh, accelerate my business Mm-hmm. That was that was the big thing, which which begs the question. Now you've been in the room, you've been there for two years. You you got in that room with those people, and I'm assuming that you probably still have access to them, or you wouldn't be mentioning it. So do has that really accelerated your business? That was the plan. Did the plan mature the way you thought it would? Uh, yeah, I mean, this year I did 300, 300 deals this year in in my home base of Noonan. And add another 103 for Tennessee, and I was out of sales last year. Like I, I, I manage and market. That's my job: manage and coach. I, I coach the team. I manage the team. I'm over the marketing. So to be able to do that many deals and to step out of the business, I would say that is a huge improvement. Amazing. All right. So, John, I have plenty of other questions, but I know that you do too. You were the one who reached out to uh, Tim in the first place. So why don't you, why don't you uh, hit him with? Uh, yeah, quick question. Got, yeah. Um, so, Tim, you know, you, like you say, you, you just kind of slightly divorce yourself when you're, you're around the leadership and marketing. So when it comes to marketing, um, you know, in 2020, what have been the most successful strategies and platforms that you've been using to, to achieve the amazing growth that you've managed to do, you and your team? Uh, it's it's been a combination. We are a uh, we are a big advocate of tracking everything. So every we, we we try different lead sources, but we track it. We know where every lead has come from, uh, who nurtured the lead, where the lead went, how long it took to convert. So some of the big lead sources that helped us was uh, our, our main one or our paid leads, uh, paid leads, social media marketing, and this year we got into more retargeting and pixels and and a lot of things like that, which have helped. But uh, I would say paid lead, social media, and, and our our SOI that are our top three. So this you got a lot of things there. So you said paid leads. Can you get, can you give a bit more information yes. about that? Uh, Zillow.com, uh, Realtor.com, and uh, regular like Google Google AdWords to our uh, to our website. Right, that's really fun. So, but what what has so 
especially Zillow gets a lot of grief to some extent, you know, and I understand that. Um, but also sometimes I think it's overplayed a bit, so I, I kind of oscillate. So what's been the price of that, of getting those leads of Zillow as an example? You know, is it something that you plan to expand or or has the price been a little bit steep and you might be looking at some of the other platforms? Uh, Zillow is changing the way that they did business. Like, like what, what we're familiar in and what you're speaking of is the premier agent program. When you pay for a certain amount of leads, you get a certain amount of leads. Now, uh, Zillow in certain certain markets are going to a different program that they're only partnering with the top agents and they give you the leads and you pay a uh, you pay a referral fee. So you pay nothing for the lead. You only pay when it closes. But when that happens, you are uh, you're a partner with Zillow and you have you have to abide by their guidelines and their you know, jump through their hoops, which and, you know, I'm like you, you know, you've heard bad things about Zillow and. Uh, Zillow is going to be around for a very, very long time. You can either you can either partner with the Giants or try to fight them. And I know a thing or two about fighting, and you don't fight the Giants. <laughs> that <laughs> that is that is brilliant, Tim. Uh, John, do you have a follow up? Because I, I no, I, over to you. I just love that. Over to you. <laughs> no, that was that was that was amazing. Okay, so you're going to partner with them. You're one of the premier agents. I've heard of the plan. I've heard of the program. I know enough about it. They're trying to get past the fact that a lot of times people are saying that their leads are no good, and then they check them, and they, they've never even been called. So it's it's this constant frustration between lead provider and lead receiver, right? But but let's skip over that for a second. I've noticed that your website, or at least one of them, you probably have a few, is uh, Fayetta and Coetahomes.com in Atlanta. Is that one of them? Fayetta and Coweta Homes, yes. Yeah. So you're you're using Boomtown for that particular website. Yes. Right? Yeah. All of my lead sources come through, come through Boomtown. Uh, that's just one of the landing pages. Okay. So, so if it's, if you're talking website or, or paid advertising or pay-per-click as it's more commonly known, you're actually referring to something that you're partnered up with Boomtown for. Uh, some of it. So I have other, other companies that work some, uh, some pay-per-click stuff also. And okay. I'm, and I'm judging them next to each other to see, see who has a better conversion rate and the cheapest, uh, cheapest cost per click. And then I will double down with that person after I've ran my six months. See, I, I love everything you're saying is, is making me so happy. You're making my, my little heart sing right now. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so you're really approaching this as a professional marketer would, which is basically a, a numbers-based test market. You'll, give, you'll, you'll test quite a few people, test quite a few things. How is Boomtown stacking up in terms of, have you tested other websites versus Boomtown? Do you know what the conversion rate? Okay. I, uh, when I first started my team, I used Sync. Uh, okay. and, and sync was comparable, uh, but I got away from sync, went to follow up boss, really enjoyed follow up boss. But as my team grew and our leads started, we get massive amount of leads from, from, from my sphere, from everything that I do and what we pay for it. Uh, it's a, it's a whole lot. So follow up boss is, is a great 
CRM, but it's very, it's simple. It's elementary. So it's great for individual agents or small teams, in my opinion. I needed something more robust, something that was more automated, something that was going to help my agents convert when they get over overwhelmed, which they're going to get overwhelmed. My job is to give them so many leads, they haven't fallen off their plate, so they get to eat all they want. And uh, I knew with that mindset of me feeding them all they could eat, I needed a, uh, I needed a platform like Boomtown. Gotcha. Okay. So for that, you're, you're happy with Boomtown. It sounds like you certainly seem like you are. Um, so I guess the question is, is there, you said it was comparable to sync. I'm assuming that you mean numerically, like you ran the numbers, you did 10,000 leads through each system and numerically they came out to be about the same. Is that right? Uh, probably not as much uh, data when I was with sync as I, as I do now. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't be fair for me to answer that correctly, but they do the same things as far as, you know, they're both, they're both lead generation. They both have lead capture and they both put them on, you know, drip campaigns, very, very simpler platform. I'm not sure about the results. Got you. Okay. Um, Beautiful. So, so Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm formulating my next question. I actually, I think there's something else I want to ask about Boomtown, but I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what it is. Uh, John, do you have something? Yeah, you know, this I have one more question, and we have to go for a break because I want to delve in. You know, let Robert, because um, you just thrown a load of in, information at us, Tim. Because a lot of the people we get aren't as focus and I think you get your focus from your background from your sport backgrounds and because Tim has a background as an MMA fighter and a a successful one um, do you think some of your attitude about how you run your real estate business comes from your sport background absolutely it's uh when I was fighting I had a very uh very simple approach. Uh, I teach very simple. I teach in principles. So it's, it's, and I do the same thing with my business. It's, I have you know, different sections of my business. Uh, I run the different sections different or have different people in that. So in mindset, one thing that fighting taught me is that I didn't have to be the smartest. I just had to be the hardest worker. And, and I bring that into bit into my, my businesses, my real estate is I really try to focus on on working harder than everybody. And, and a lot of that is working harder on educating myself. I want to, you know, I read 50 to 60 books a year. You know, I, I do tens of thousands of dollars a year in trainings and coaches. And, and I try to educate myself because in fighting, you have multiple coaches. I had a boxing coach, kickboxing coach, wrestling, jujitsu, and MMA and nutritionist and strength and conditioning. And I have multiple coaches in my, in my business too. So, and I have multiple mentors and you have to surround yourself with the people you want to become because you're only as good as the five people you surround yourself with. And if you're surrounding yourself with trash, you're going to become it. Just like fighting, if I get a bunch of bums to spar with, I'm going to feel like the king of the world until I run across somebody who's just going to beat the brakes off of me. So, Well, I did, I did mention that about because um, you might be surprised, listeners and viewers. Uh, I know my co-host was uh, literally was fell off the chair. I, I was an amateur boxer myself until 18, 19 years of age, which was a long time ago. But I used to box for the West Ham Boxing Club in London. And um, I was describing my last fight, which is exactly what Tim's just said. I must have, I, I had a, a load of easy fights. 
until my last fight where I literally almost got my head knocked off my shoulders. Uh, um, we, we're going to go for a break there and we'll be back in a few moments, folks. You want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. It's episode 275. We're here with the incomparable, amazing Tim Stout. I'm doing a little bit of boxing. My, my <laughs> shit, really shitty like boxing introduction. But anyway, we're here with Tim. He's been an amazing interview. So far, we've been talking about the systems that he's been using to grow his real estate team. The fact that his mindset, his approach to his business has been influenced by his professional sporting career, um, which I may be kind of using the wrong and uh, analogies there. But uh, anyway, having said all that, uh, John, were you still in the midst of the question, or should uh, should I? No, let's, can... let's, let's go over to you because I know you've had a, little, a few minutes to think about your follow through question. Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna move off it. All the questions mm-hmm. that I have would be so deeply boomtown mm-hmm. specific it would feel like we were doing a show on so the show, show you go down, show we go um, down how Tim motivates his team because it is an amazing story what he's achieved in, in quite a short time period, isn't it? Right. So in a number, let's just let's let's wind that up the right way. So in since 2014, you get into real estate and in four short years, you're already on track to build uh, a huge team. You have 20 team members. You've sold uh, between two offices, over 400 homes in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Tell us a little bit about how you do your team leadership and team management. Okay. Uh, just like with, with you know, like I said earlier before the break, you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. I mean, one, one reason I succeed at a high level is my support system at home. Uh, my wife's super supportive and that helps me through Every day, you know, I come through, I'm supportive, I'm motivated, I come to work. And uh, my uh, one of my first hires uh, was my director of operations now, and she is the detailed person. I'm not the detailed person. I'm, I'm the guy who's going to stay 30,000 foot. I know where everything is and where it's going, but I'm not in the weeds dealing with it. She's the person who crawls in the weeds and deals with it. And that's really helped uh, that and uh, helped me with that part of the growth because I know one of the biggest things about business is not knowing where you're strong. It's knowing where you're weak. If, if you're not knowing where you're weak, you're going to fall. Like it's knowing, knowing your weaknesses is even better than knowing your strengths. And, and I definitely hire around my weaknesses and that's, that's a big part of how my team is successful. Like I hire, I hire motivated, I hire uh, loyal and I hire people with great work ethics. So, so just, Case study, so you case study your director of operations. She's been with you since the beginning. I have something similar for my business, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Even though my whole business is supposed to be about graphs and charts, I don't like them. So I got somebody else that does that part of the business. I like data. I love data. I'm in love with data. I just don't like doing the graphs and charts for clients and, and organizing it in certain ways. So give us another case study. You find... Are you still doing the hiring and training of your own salespeople, or do you now have a resource in place that does that for you? Let's start there. 
I still do a lot of the hiring. Uh, late, late last year, I, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a lady who come onto the team. She is very caring. She's very motherly. She's very skilled. And I'm like, I need you to to help me help me train the train the agents. And she does that. She she brings them onto the onboard, and we put take them through a three week boot camp, uh, which trains them through all the scripts, the, who we are as a team, what we stand for, what we do not stand for, and just how to be a great agent. And she gets them in production. And uh, once they're past that in production in those three weeks, I have another agent who is our agent success manager who picks them up, and his job is to ensure that they succeed. Uh, and he also helps me hire, but but I do. I do a lot of the hiring, probably the majority of it. Okay. So you have, you have a couple people that, that help you once the, the people are hired, but you're still picking the talent. Now you said earlier in the show, and for those of you who may be catching us, and I noticed that our live audience is, is kicking up a little bit here. So those of us who are, who are tuning in right now, um, he said, Tim said earlier that, uh, um, I'm blanking out here for a second. Uh, said said earlier that I don't remember what I was going to say. Anyway, Tim. So in terms of if so, next stages like you're growing the business past these this this stage you're at now. Twenty people. You're still doing most of the hiring. You've gotten to where you are. What I want to know is what are you going to do? What's going to take you from twenty to fifty? Like, is that your goal? Are you going to go even bigger? And if so. How do you anticipate that you're going to get there? Okay. Great question. Uh, I, I continue to grow as long as I'm growing with the right people. Uh, Jonathan asked a question earlier about motivation. It's like my motivation is, is, is non-existent. You hire people who are motivated and then you support them. And then motivation comes from it. Like I can, I can't hire someone who is not motivated and then say some magic words, you know, give them the old Ric Flair speech. Now they're motivated. It doesn't work that way that I found. So I, I hire people who are motivated, who wants more out of life, but they need a pathway on how to get there. I have the pathway and that's the people I partner with. And I will continue to partner with people like that until I get to 50 agents. If I have 50 agents who can benefit from me as much as I can benefit from them. Uh, I never want a one-sided relationship and I want to be able to grow people, but I want people who also want to grow my, grow the team itself because the team is, is ours. The team is not mine. And uh, the more, the more that I hire, the better our team does because the average agent does like eight deals a year. And sure. I, I have people who come on with, you have to close 24 deals a year to be, to be on my team. Like that is the minimum. And I've had agents do 50 and 60 deals. And because we have the support, because I take the part that's hard out of real estate, the hard part, the part that stinks that nobody wants to do. And I hire administration to do that. And so it makes it easier for the agent. So I will, uh, I'll continue to hire good agents, word of mouth, 90% of the agents, they reach out to me, uh, and most of them are new agents and I love new agents because new agents don't have bad habits. And uh, so I can train them the way that I want to. And, but every now and then we get in a, a more experienced agent who, who understands what they're doing is not going to get them the result they want. And they know that I have the recipe to, to get them where they want, because of course, money is, is money is the lead driver for most people that are motivated. Right. But right. once you have it, time is. So I'm able to teach you how to make uh, a lot of money, but I'm also here to teach you how to get your time back 
and how to how to leverage that so you can close the most but not be drove crazy doing it. So okay, so that's John. Go ahead. Well, that's a really that's a really great point you've made, Tim, because a lot of burnout is a big problem, isn't it, for for medium to top performance in this industry, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely, because they can only run hot so hard. So you get a lot of people, their ambition is like to sell 30 to 50 plus, but after like two to three years of that, they're they're gone, aren't they? They're just burnt out. I've seen it. So my, my real estate coach helps me with one of my coaches. He's, he calls it sprint rest, sprint rest. So one thing that helps a lot of my guys who want to do 40, 50 deals a, a year is we give them a target and you run as hard as you can. But the seconds you hit that target, like when you hit that target, you have to take a week off because you hit your goal. You come back because one thing when you're on vacation on my team, all you gotta do is call me and be like, Hey Tim, I've got two clients that need to see houses. And we, and we, we let make sure they get to see houses. And it's still their clients, but we're taking care of them because Joe, the other agent, is going to take a vacation too, and they're going to need that person to help them. So we help each other. So the run sprint, if you can see the finish line, the reason a marathon sucks to do is because you can't see the finish line until you're multi-miles in. But you can run a 100-yard 100 yard dash no matter, no matter how out of shape you are because you can see the finish line. And if they can see a finish line, even though they're shorter spurts, it allows them to sprint, and then they stop. They can catch the breath and go on a week's vacation because they've made some really good money. They come back feeling refreshed, not burn out, and then they hit it running again. So even though they're taking four or five weeks off throughout the year, they're able to run. They never they never hit that stride or they just start slowing down and walking because they're so tired and burnt out. And, and they've not seen their kids or their, their husband or, or wife in a month. So it allows them to see the finish line more often, and I think that keeps them from burning out a lot. So you started, you started on your own. So, what was the process? What was the process for the first year? Then, what, what was your end result after one year in the industry? And did you meet your target then, or, or was it the second year when you got a little bit of experience? Maybe if you don't mind, can you give a description of what those first one year, eighteen months was like? Absolutely. Uh, my first, when I first got into real estate, I got into like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like August. It was, you know, it was a little over halfway through the year. And I remember walking through the neighborhood with my wife and she's like, well, what are you going to do with real estate? Cause I was running, running my gym, just the gym I still have. I was managing it. I was the head coach, loved it. And, uh, that's what we were, I was going to do forever, but I was like, I could sell one house a month and it'd be able, we could have some money to invest in and save, and we could probably go on vacation every now and then. And that was my goal. And the first like five, six months in real estate, I'd sold my first year was like 16. And I was like, okay. Can you stop there? Did you say you sold 16 houses? Yeah. You're very blase about that. How Can I just ask, <laughs> Robert's smiling, but... Can I ask you how how the hell did you manage to achieve that? Everybody knew that I was selling houses. Everybody knew that I wanted clients. I was calling like I hired a coach really quick because I knew to succeed in anything you needed a coach. I mean, Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods have a coach, so why wouldn't Tim Stout, the realtor, have a coach? And and I, and they gave me a guideline, and I was a very good athlete. 
not because I had my own ideas, because I listened to other people's. So my coach was like, we need to do this, 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 and this. And, and I did this, 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 and this, and it just happened. And, and I was able to, the first full year was like, I think my first full year was nearly 40 transactions. And it was just, but I was working 16, 17 hours a day, which I didn't care. I had a goal and not hitting that goal was, was not, not an option. I don't know what to say to that. It's, I'm going to put it over to Robert Guy. Can I get your reaction, well, Robert? I have, well, sure. I, I'm going to say the same thing to Tim that I say to my clients. So I've been doing this for 14 years. Just like you, I built a business from nothing. No investors, no anything. Just my own reputation, sweat equity. Worked for other people for 10 of those 15 years while building the, the framework for this business. Same thing as you goals, ambition, drive, and more importantly than all of that, just the discipline to wake up in the morning and do the thing that you know, that one thing that you know is the thing you need to do. But here's the thing that I tell my current clients, the people that I talk to on the phone, who are all basically business owners, just like you, just like me, take real estate out of it, they're business owners. What I bring to the table that's more valuable than the actual service that I provide is the insight on what you should be doing with your business to get you to the next step. Because my clients include people at your level, people way above your level, people way below your level, like all these different stages of their career. But everybody typically wants to be whatever that next level is, right? You do, everybody does. I think the most valuable part of my service is the constant advice that I give. Like the fact that I keep telling them what the next step is going to be. And what you're saying or what I'm hearing you say is that you're attributing at least some of your success to the fact that you've had a coach telling you what to do and you've gone out and done what they told you to do. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's, I, I, I will succeed at anything I do because I am a very, very hard worker. I will succeed much faster, much more efficient, much more profitable because of a coach and the coaches I have. And like I said, I've had my main coach for, for nearly eight years, like since I've been in the business and it's, and he's there every day. If I need him every, every call, it's, I get direction. It doesn't, no matter how good I get, we shift. When I, when I master marketing, we shift on speaking. When I shift on speaking, we shift to presentation. It's like, there's always a next level to everything. And, and he's been able to make sure that I'm in direction of where I need to be. Coaches are Ever, some everybody can succeed, but very few people succeed alone. Gotcha. So we're hitting the uh, the end of the show. John, did we talk to uh, Tim about doing some bonus content? Yeah, if, if um, Tim doesn't mind, we're going to end the podcast part of the show. Hopefully Tim can stay on. He looks like he's up for it, um, which you'll be able to watch the whole interview plus the bonus content on the Mel Wright YouTube channel. So you do want to go over there and put into YouTube search Mel Wright and subscribe to the channel and click the bell and you'll be told when the next episode comes up. Over to you, Robert. All right. Uh, so with, uh, without any further ado, Tim, we're going to wrap up this part of the, uh, of the podcast. And for those uh, that are interested, they will, they will tune in to 10 extra minutes of content. For those people that are thinking that they'd like to tune in, the question that I'm going to steer uh, Tim in is I want to talk to him a little bit about social media and the role that that has played specifically in his business's growth. 
So Tim, if people wanted to uh, learn more about you, or maybe if they're an agent in the Atlanta area and they want to uh, reach out to you and find out what it takes to be part of your team, how would they reach you? Uh, social media would be the best way at, uh, at the Tim Stout. That's Instagram and Facebook. Okay, lovely. And uh, John, if somebody was uh, a newer agent looking for um, a less expensive lead generation system with a really hands-on approach, how would people reach you? Oh, it's really simple. Just go to the MailRite website. You, it's got my phone number. You can contact me through email. You can even book a free session where we can discuss your marketing needs and we can decide if MailRite's a good fit for you. So just go to the MailRite website. And uh, for those of you who are listening, I've made this mistake so many times myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help John out. It's mail hyphen right, not mail right. Uh, I have put in the wrong URL so many times. I, I can't, it's beyond counting at this point. Uh, and for those of you who might be interested in learning a little bit more, uh, like a deep dive analysis from yours truly on some of the real estate marketing systems, if you're thinking about SEO as part of your real estate lead generation and you want to talk to probably one of the world's best in that particular subject uh, matter, you can go to inboundrem.com and learn more about me or uh, sign up for my contact form and I'd be happy to reach out to you. Thank you for tuning in for this part of the podcast and we'll check, uh, ah, we'll catch you next time at episode 276 when we'll have another great guest. Bye.